told you the show. The show where two cool dudes bring you hot reviews. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my invincible co-host, oh, yeah. Dylanor. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. That's a, that's a little nod to what we one of the reviews today, but it's uh that's how they um start off the TV show every time too. Actually, they work that in somehow. <sighs> oh, that's invincible. Usually, when someone's dying, so <laughs> hopefully, isn't happening here right I have, now. Since we're doing like five reviews, I've been kind of trying to be like, what encompasses all these five random things? And yeah. I just couldn't think of one word to cover like the slew of stuff. I was like, maybe if I just put five things, like my invincible, <laughs> maybe pine co-host, yeah. my very very good. invincible <laughs> demon slayer co-host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I guess you could come up with not all of them would be hard. Yeah, pretty tough. My baby co-host. My, yeah, always my be baby. my. Baby maybe. Pine. <laughs> Always no. be my baby Demon Slayer. Yeah. Or my maybe. Baby is the, the Mariah Carey song. Yeah. Always be my maybe. Why not get into it? Right, yeah. yeah. Um, a, a film with Randall Park in it and Ali Wong. <sighs> oh, two funny people. Yeah. Oh, Very uh, POC centric in this cast. Yes. Like almost, I like one kind of white person who's mixed technically, who was a oh, shock yeah. when he appeared in the movie. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, did yeah. What did you that. think of the uh, that <laughs> cameo? I yeah. liked it when he walked in with that music. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I forgot about it too. I I think I read about it at some point, and then when he. Keanu Reeves pops up again in the middle of the movie as yeah. himself. It was, uh, it was pretty perfect. Yeah, I didn't know he was in this movie because I, I... Was he in the opening credits? I must have missed I it. don't think so. Okay, because I think it's supposed to be a surprise. Right. And then yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. And I was like, who's it gonna be? That's gonna be cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. you already had Daniel Day Kim and he's pretty cool. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I'm but he's not cool this. in yeah. this movie. Yeah, he's an yes. asshole in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's a great actor. I'll, yeah, I, anytime I see him in like anything, I'm just like, yeah, this guy. And for years, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know his name, but I was just like, he's always just like a bit actor in like everything, but he's great right. in everything. It's weird. Like he was in Lost as like that was his yeah, biggest like part. But I knew yeah, I think that's where, that's definitely where I first recognized him, and um, and he does a lot of acting. Well, I mean, he is speaking. I believe it's Korean. Yeah. Um, but uh, does a lot of like silent acting in that show. He definitely stood out. Yeah. He was in uh, Spider-Man Two, the uh, first one. <laughs> he was an angel. Oh, was he? He was like the main like dude in Wolfram Heart, like the bad guy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Angel has to like suck his blood to make himself stronger. Yeah, yeah. What a what a packed cast yeah. in here. Um, except what was I don't know who the secretary's name was, but she was really funny. She had great chemistry. Yeah, I, um, I she seems familiar, well. and I totally forgot what her name was. But, uh... Um, Veronica. Yeah. yeah. Michelle Buteau. Oh yeah, I've heard that name. I. I... 
And I was just like, I know her, but I can't place her. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought um, the actors all had great chemistry. Mm. That's what made it so funny. Yeah. Uh, as Randall Park and Ali Wong like wanted to do a like a when Harry met Sally for a very long time and um, got this role and um, but yeah oh Randall Park rapping also yeah <laughs> what a great rapper I thought it was I was expecting the music to be when he his band comes out I'm like oh it's gonna be like death metal based on like the club or something I was like it's right. gonna be heavy yeah. metal but then he's just kind of doing this weird like smooth like hippie kind of lo-fi yeah, yeah. rap and it's like oh eh, yeah oh i'm totally know. like into that shit right now <laughs> i like no, lo-fi right I, now so i like lo-fi and i don't mind rap but like his rap was like he was good at it but i was like it's kind of corny well did you uh stick around for the credit song where yeah. he wakes up punching keanu reeves in yeah. the face? Like, it was definitely took talent to do, but I was just like, I don't know if I love this style of music. Yeah, I think that's just, like, the, the stuff I used to like to write. It's just, like, easy. I'm describing situations and stuff, and I just yeah. make them rhyme. So I think that's why I like it so much. And I guess this is also, like, there's also a series named Always Be My, May My Maybe. That's, like, a different thing, maybe? Yeah, there was some other movie yeah. too called Always Be My Maybe. There was another movie, and I think there was a series also, I believe. Which I get it. It's like it makes sense with that, like kind of. It works for the song, and then it's you know. Yeah. Well, when I first I read the um like description for this a long time ago, and this was my first time actually watching it, but. Like, it described it as, oh, they were always each other's, like, backup plans. They were always like, yep, if I don't get married by the time I'm 30, then, or 35, or, um, we'll get married to each other. That but that right. wasn't really the case yeah. in the I movie. I mean, based on the title, that's what I would guess it would be. Yeah. Because that but... makes sense with that title, but it wasn't that. No, it was just a pretty, uh, formulaic, rekindling childhood romance yeah. movie. Um. And yeah, I did think the plot was pretty by the numbers in terms yeah. of a rom com, but oh, yeah. it is the jokes and the actors that make it. Mm. And Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves being a real douchebag in this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and then uh, when they go to that restaurant, I've never been to like a Michelin star restaurant before, but that is like. When they would go to that, that is like what a poor person imagines a Michelin star restaurant to be, I think. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to one. So this is when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, they serve you like, um, what is it, uh, art? Like <laughs> asparagus water, like brined asparagus water or something like that. Yeah, and what Keanu asks, he's like, what is he says? He like, listens I wanna... to a deer dying while it's like, yeah. he's like eating it. Yeah, he, he wants to, he gets, says like, get me a dish that illustrates the cycle of time or yeah. something. Alright, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try going to some restaurant that I can afford and say that and see what they tell me. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they have those, like, beer things that are like, um, this is like a four-course thing, like this is what you have in the morning and the afternoon and day and night or something like that. Hmm. I've seen those, but it's like ten. 
<laughs> for like, you know, one for every two hours or something like that. No, like no. Taste testy. Taste testy, too. Uh, yeah. I, well. uh, I, the weirdest thing I've gotten at a restaurant is probably roasted Brussels sprouts or something. Yeah, I don't love Brussels sprouts. I don't mind, I like asparagus, but I don't I like, like asparagus, sprouts. too. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Or as crazy, like, sushi, a, a sushi bar. Yeah. It's like, the rock and roll sushi is as crazy as I think I've gotten in terms of sushi. ordering weird things. What about, like, eel? Uh, no, never eel. I got, like, beef tongue. I like sure. oh, that. That's goat. good. Uh, I don't know if I have had goat. I should, though, just, just rub it in that animal's face. Because yeah. I hate to go. There was a, I think there's a place called Taco Trio in South Portland. Sells yeah, goat yeah. tacos, and they also yeah. have beef tongue. I need a goat taco. I mean, I eat lamb. Yeah, I that's, just had lamb actually. That's a, I guess that's a cleaner goat. Yeah, <laughs> almost. There's like goat <laughs> cheese out there and goat melons. So. Yeah, I I use goat cheese sometimes. Um, never goat milk though. Is that kefir? Is that what kefir is? Is that like oh, the, that's like some. That's like the Islamic kind of thing. I don't know. I shouldn't. Say, I I thought it was had some relation to Islam for some reason, but maybe not. Yeah, I have no idea of its cultural roots. I think it's like uncultured milk or something. It, yeah, not uncultured as in like uncivilized, un, but like it doesn't <laughs> have like yeah. That's what I mean. Well, I um, I think they have like what is it like organic cultures air quotes i don't know like when you're making like um yogurt like uh um, yeah bacteria like that kind of culture or like uh, oh, right, right, right. yes yeah yeah that is what i meant by culture yeah <laughs> not societal I I culture yeah. <laughs> this milk is so uncultured it yeah. doesn't even have a set of pearls <laughs> That's what I think culture is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, I like the, um, also at the end that they had the, uh, kind of the yearbook kind of thing, with all of them as kids, too. That was kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun, seeing Randall Park as a little teenager. Yeah. I did think his, his girlfriend was kind of odd. <laughs> she was, character, yes. Jenny, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, very dreadlocks. Yeah, um, uh, there was a lot of I don't know if you noticed like weird. Um, I think it's called ADR. Is that what it's called? When it's like, oh, where they, yeah, when they're dubbing over stuff or like after, after something recording something like that. Yeah, yeah, I felt there there was a lot of weird ADR in it. Yeah, it could have been because of maybe the where they were as far as like being in big open rooms like the big restaurants or, you know, being around places where they kind of had to have crowds like at a restaurant to kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I it, I think they might like in comedies they like to swap out the jokes too sometimes or they have better jokes and better takes, so it might have been some of that too because it was a lot of like It'd be the back of someone's head 
or like the slight back of it, the side of their head, and you'd see them talking, but I'd be like, that's not matching what they're saying at all. Like, yeah. I could see their mouth moving slightly, a part of it. Um, I just noticed there was a lot of it in this. But overall, I mean, I'd give it a G. It is definitely by the numbers. I don't think it's super standout-ish in any way, but... Except for the, I mean, the comedy is what makes it stand out. Because, I don't know, we don't watch a lot of rom-coms. I don't think we've watched any rom-coms or reviewed them at all, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 I enjoyed of, it. Yeah. Watched a lot of Randall Park recently, so... Is he? Sure. Uh, I was going to say, is he in that show, Kim's Convenience? But I guess that I was thinking of... Um, Shang-Chi, uh, Simu. Simu. Yes, Simu Lu. Yes, yes, he's in that. Yeah. Uh, onto TV. Yeah. Um, Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaiba. Yeah. I looked up and I forgot what it means. It's like, slight sword of demon destruction? Something like that. That sounds like it would make sense. <laughs> like a literal interpretation. Yeah. There's a lot of spinning water wheel of chaos in yeah, this. First form. Yeah, yep. But I'm not complaining. How many episodes did you end up watching? Uh, 26. Oh, you watched the whole thing. I was gonna try to go for it, actually. Yeah. I got, like, I think to five or six, but... Um, spoiler, I, I probably will finish it. Yeah. I wanted to, because obviously the movie has come out recently. Right. Yeah, did you watch the movie yet? Or? No, but I, I plan to now that I've finished the series. Nice. Yeah, I was glad to see. I'm like, oh, there's only one season so far. Because I knew it was pretty fresh. It's been advertised to me so much lately. I was like, um, yeah. But and then the movie was recently like the highest grossing movie for a while. Yeah. Hardly ever happens for an anime. No. No. Yeah, a period period piece, technically, I guess. Taisho yeah. period Japan, where a young boy is cast into the world of demon slaying after his family is brutally, with a capital B, murdered <laughs> by demons, or demon, potentially. Mm -hmm. And his younger sister is changed into a demon, but yes. one that refuses to harm humans we come to find yes she's able to quell her hunger by sleeping so far or resting hibernating kind of instead of eating um this kind of remind me of uh tokyo ghoul a lot um Thanks. but a less uh fetish she yeah, <laughs> version it. of it yeah this is way um, more like I know it's it's very dark, but it is kind of like Tanjiro's like saving grace for the show, whereas yeah. like the lead character of Tokyo Ghoul is so emo, like, <laughs> right? So, right. Like, you know, uh, Edge Lord. Yeah, this uh, Demon Slayer definitely has a lot more heart yes. to it. Yeah. Um, was do you think Tanjiro's uh, a Mary Sue? I mean, I feel like every protagonist in a shonen anime is a Mary Sue, essentially. <laughs> like, like every, there's some, like, anytime there's, like, this is something I've thought about. 
there are so many animes where like a main character has a way of like they have an unorthodox way that they learned a thing that like helps them do the thing that they do in the rest of the series like this guy was really good at uh kicking because he kicked cans on his way home every day <laughs> so now he kicks demons in the face or whatever it's always something like that so like, yeah one this guy has a really hard head sit-ups he's a really nice guy yeah but yeah he he learns how to like be a trained like you know master of swordsmanship in a i guess it takes him two years it isn't like yeah yeah, that was the part where he wasn't the best at everything. Everyone yeah. just seemed to love him, and he could smell things really He's well. very has a great sense of smell, which is an ongoing thing. And later on, you meet a character who has a great sense of hearing. Okay. You see in the uh, OP. Great OP, yeah. by the way. I, I mean, that was... Oh, yeah, it is good. I love the song. Um the the sense of smell got him like um his reference pretty much like that other demon slayer who first found him like wrote the letter to their trainer uh sakonji Rokudaki, i believe um yeah and in that letter he's like he's got a great sense of smell <laughs> it's, like, it's gotta be yeah. important yeah, I think he said he's got a great sense of smell like you. Like he also has one. He said something. Yeah, like oh that. yeah, he did say that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that yeah, guy's name train was for two Q years. G I Y U, and I'm like, uh-huh. I've never seen that. G I Y U Tomioka, the guy with the messy hair. And I'm sure he'll be back. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Spoiler. didn't show up yet. Um, I got to the... They got past Final Selection, which okay. was like the, the test for the Demon Slayers after yeah. he t- trained for two years and um, meets a demon that has a lot of history with all, all the people that trained him. That crazy mutant with a million arms. Yeah. And then... Was that... Oh, I saw. Yeah, that was pretty much all I the saw. First, then he the only move you see, like he does that one, or I guess he does some other stuff before that. But that's like the big kind of like starter kind of thrusting you. Like it's like first form water slash water surface yeah. slash or something like that. Yeah, he did a couple moves. He did yeah. that, and then he did like spinning water wheel. But that was. The uh, I do love the animation of that sword when it's got like water coming off it. I think this yeah. show is beautiful. It is oh, so and well. there is way more of that to come. Like nice. episode nineteen, especially, is kind of like a revered episode, which I agree with. Cool, cool. Yeah, which is uh, yeah. It's I guess like I know there are a lot of people who are like I'm not sure if the water. It's not you know obviously really there. It's like. It's supposed to kind of show, like, the lines, and it's, you know, just an artistic device within the show, but... And I think it's supposed to be, like, it. their styles are representative of their personalities and their swordsmanship. You know, his flows like water. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it looks crazy cool, but... Yeah. Even, like, um... They do, like, rotating cameras and stuff, and that's super hard with animation to do that. First person. With like stuff. a two D model, yeah. When he's like running. 
Um, no, That's they're like battling, the and like the. The camera's going around like oh, yeah. all the characters, and it's like that's that's really hard to do with two D like rotate a character, a two yeah. dimensional character. That's not an easy thing to animate. There is a part where he's like it's from his perspective where he's running. I think when he's carrying Nezuko, where it's from his like through his eyes, and it's very CG, and you can tell. Oh, let's see, I'm not huge on the CG. I think that's in one of the, the first three episodes. Cheaper. Yeah. I must have missed that. There is a lot of... Um, the only thing, yeah, that uh, I would nitpick is there's a lot of internal monologue in it. Almost every character. There's more monologuing like inside than dialogue, typically, in an episode. Um, yeah. And it's not just... Tanjiro, it's got a, a bunch of the characters always just thinking in their head. I kind of like um, it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I know it's a specific thing, but I'm like, eh, it's pretty normal for me. Because I'm like, they need something to fill this empty space with. Like, you know, they've got the nice kind of very yeah. ornamental Japanese music. Uh, and it's like, eh, we need somebody to kind of do this contemplative thing where they're just like, uh Maybe uh, the sun will rise tomorrow or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is Tanjiro. <laughs> I think just may I think by the fifth episode or so I was used to it. I probably because they had more characters at that point with everyone in the final selection and the swords man coming and um, giving him a sword. Yeah, the guy with the that turns black. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The black sword. They think they think it's gonna be red, but it's black. Yeah. I don't know what that means yet. It's something. I've read some theories on why it is that way. Um, some people say it's because he was a charcoal salesman before, because that's what he was yeah. doing to support his family. Some right. did say it's. I think the show they say it's like um, unlucky because there's so few of them, so it's like they die young. It's like a red shirt. Yeah, speaking of the charcoal thing, um, I do like they do set a lot of things up. Like, um, you're talking, we were making fun of it a couple months ago, but like, oh, he's got a great sense of smell. That's what makes him a good. That's how he can fight and stuff like that. But uh, in the first episode, he's the charcoal salesman. He's like carrying all that charcoal on his back, and he has to go up and down the mountain. And then he ends up having to later in the episode haul Nezuko down, and he's like booking it. I think they set that up well, at least planted the seeds for it. Yeah. And, and there is like, uh, I know early on they kind of have that. I think of, I imagine what you're referring to is like, he's kind of um, talking about like the scent of blood is what brings unhappiness. Like that whole monologue yeah, is kind of, yeah. kind of like, eh. But uh, yeah, other, yeah. other than that, uh, I kind of, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, this is how you get anime backstory. People just have to tell you about their past, because what else are they going to do? You can't read about it, you know? Watch right. It. Well, I mean, you can read the manga. Yeah, I guess, but I'm just like, you know, they have to show you something now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. I like, you know, shit like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, gee, obviously. I finished the series. I plan to watch more. <laughs> yeah. Yep, G for me as well. 
Speaking of family matters. Uh, oh, yes. Corn biscuit. Uh, uh, yeah, I have it too, but I couldn't find it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I couldn't find any other. I got volume one, and I could not find the rest of them anywhere else. I went to a couple of shops. No one had them anymore. Of course. Sold out. Everyone's buying them now. I know. That's, I was like, yeah, I figured. I was looking to find uh, the first one. But we read uh, volume one of Invincible, Family Matters. Did you know that all of the volumes are named after sitcoms? Oh, I didn't notice that. I Yeah. What's the second one called, you know? The comic book uh, shop guy was very excited to point that out to me. Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice, but I, I've that. only owned the first one. Right. So. Yeah. I just said the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Invincible. Uh, Family Matters by Robert Kirkman. Um, the first... It was the first four issues, right? Usually it's six. Is it only four now? I think this one was only four. Um, very slow burn so far. <laughs> Even a slower burn than the TV show, which I thought had a very slow burn. I haven't watched any of the TV shows, so. but this is definitely like classic story writing. Like, I yeah, I ages ago I bought a book on how to write comics, and this is like the Will Eisner method. Like, you start on action. You know, this is another. Thing that we're doing that is in media res that I brought up last time. It's starting in the middle of action, yeah. whatever. Like also, I mean, Demon Slayer did that also, just to hook you in. That's true. Pull you yeah. into the story. Although this one kind of starts in the middle, then goes back to the beginning and carries on to. Yeah, yeah. I like um, I like non-linear storytelling like that. Um. Where we follow Mark Grayson, who's uh, a budding superhero. His father is Omni Man, uh, a pretty Superman esque figure yeah, in also. the world. Uh, he's a Viltrumite from Viltrum, which makes him super fast, super strong. He can fly. Uh, and yeah, Mark is half Viltrumite, and uh, uh, I, um, and he's yeah, he's learned a superhero about. It's a world of there's superheroes everywhere, pretty much. It's a random occurrence. A lot of the later issues deal with Mark like having to deal with oh. I can't save everyone. People, there's like, there's. It's a very violent book. It gets That's very what I've heard. Graphic Everyone's later. saying it's very yeah. violent graphic. Yes. Um, I'm surprised we didn't even see the Guardians of the Globe in this yet because that's a big catalyst for like what the TV show was based on. Um, but we we've barely uh, this has barely tapped any of the, the stuff I've seen. Um, there, I think there's only 144 issues, too. I, only. Uh, well, <laughs> is that the whole series? Is, it, is the series done? Yeah, I believe uh, it's done. There's a couple spin-off series of different characters. Um, oh, yeah, meet we meet the, the team team. team. team yeah, team, the yeah. team team. Yeah. Uh, with Adam Eve, who she's pretty cool. Um, her powers aren't 
like super defined in this, but she just like rearranges things at a molecular level pretty much. So you yeah. just like spawn things and take things apart and whatever. Yeah. They are very teen titans. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot of there's a it's just a lot of homage. Uh, the Garden of the Globe, they're essentially the Justice League. They got you know they got a Flash, they got a Martian Manhunter. Um, so they're just a guy in a suit. There. Wonder Woman. Uh, it's Do it's they like have a, a Batman. Oh yeah, they have a Batman. I yeah. think his name is Dark Knight. <laughs> so I'm not even no. trying. Okay. Or it's Darkwing. It's Darkwing, oh, okay. which is That's, Darkwing Duck. Isn't yeah. It? It's something like. If that. it was Dark Knight, I'd be like, I don't know, Robert Kirkman. I think it's Darkwing. Yeah. Um. He also did um, uh, uh, zombie zombie stuff, right? It's also the writer of that. Oh, I Zombie is he? No, not I Zombie. Oh, oh Jesus okay. Christ. okay. Marvel zombies. Walking Dead isn't he also? Oh, the okay. Of Walking Dead. Maybe. I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, I've heard the name before this, so that could be right. Yeah, even on this Wikipedia, there's a super bloody Mark Grayson. But yeah, what'd you think of Mark? He's just pretty much a teenager. Yeah, he, I mean, from what I've seen, it he's a, yeah, Robert Kirkman from Walking Dead. Okay. So, yeah, yeah they're, well, they're both very violent, I oh, guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, of what I've read so far, I didn't get much from him other than I'm sure, like, I'm feel like I know kind of where it's going because it's, you know, also a superhero teen drama, you know, kind of thing. So I I hope it kind of splits off from there, but I don't know. Right now that seems like the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. My least favorite part of the show was like the Mark Grayson stuff. <laughs> that was like all of this so far. Like I liked the teen team stuff. Um, like Adam Eve, she goes on and does her goes out and does her own thing uh she kind of becomes instead of like a superhero she's like uh i don't know what you'd call it but a person who like goes stops floods and things like that and just she's like dedicated to rescuing and like environmental disasters and things like that That's rather cool. than fighting it's people. kind of like in um my hero academia um, where they have the heroes who focus on rescuing instead of just like beating up here villains or whatever yeah 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 and she just kind of goes off and does her own thing robot becomes a super interesting character the leader of the teen team yeah he has a whole backstory and then omni the omni man stuff is the the best stuff and we didn't even tap the tap yeah, I got that at all yet i feel like him and uh, robot i haven't gotten anything from I'm like, yeah yeah that's interesting. the thing they when uh, Omni Man is throwing people through that portal, you kind of get a sense of him being a little bit uh, like off, like the yeah, aliens. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, something's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's got some issues yeah, that I don't understand. Yeah, he seems some, like uh, anger, bloodthirst. Yeah. Yeah. And Robot, I was just like, you're kind of nondescript. I don't know what your deal is, because you just don't get enough right yet oh yeah um yeah i mean if i just went off this first volume i don't know if i'd continue reading it because it is just pretty 
basic things, yeah. but knowing what I know and knowing like what is in the other stuff and stuff I don't even like haven't even seen in the show yet, um, I'll probably keep going. So that's a little bit of a weird one. I don't know if I could give it a G based just based on it in a vacuum. You might be able to enlighten it because. <laughs> um. I mean, there's nothing really wrong with it other than it being kind of generic. But I mean, if yeah. you're if you're someone who like has access to something like Comixology, like you paid the subscription. Like, it might be something to pick up. Um, I give it a G just because I enjoy it. And, at, you know, in my brain, I'm like, it's good enough to have a series made of it. Yeah. Um, it's Two, made, apparently. It, yeah, it's also good enough, you know, to have been made by the same guy who does Walking Dead, which has been on for, like, 45 years, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It feels right. like, and has, like, seven spinoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I can. I, I was. I thought that show was done, and then I realized, oh, both of them are still going currently. I yeah. think. So I mean, I, it does interest me. So far, it's fairly generic, but I, I there they've kind of like tapped into some stuff that might be of more interest. But yeah, same. It, it's hard to kind of be like, hey, read this, and if you if someone like. Sometimes they sell those, like, oversized graphic novels, which have, like, you know, 20 issues instead of four or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, like, Comixology, where you can get a subscription and just get all of them at once if you really wanted to. But, right. yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a caveat, but, yeah, I would say I'm interested enough, maybe. Nice. Oh, yeah, they do have compendiums of it. Yeah. 1 through go. 47, 48 through 96. Yeah, there's 144. Oh, then I won't spoil it. What's to come then? If you're gonna keep going for it, yeah, because I've never done that to myself before. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man. Yeah. Any interest in the show? Or... Um, I don't know. Do you like it? I do, but again, I it, it's a lot of it is Mark centric, and I like all the other parts besides <laughs> the Mark stuff. Like I've seen growing up teen drama before sure um, but it's got a great voice cast um like jk simmons is omni man oh, yeah, it's perfect sure. yeah, Stephen yeah. ewan is uh mark uh gillian jacobs is adam eve yeah, jason manzoukas is in it uh, zachary that. quinto is robot he's perfect as robot um, um yeah i would check it out at the very least you know uh, it has an interesting looking style it looks kind of like the old tick Tick yeah, it is a, yeah, it does. It has a very Saturday morning cartoon like animation to it. Yeah. But again, the first episode is pretty by the numbers, and then there's like a post credit scene that's super violent, and you're like, what the? <laughs> like, I knew a lot of people that showed the watching it with their kids, and then at the end, it's like, oh, there's like brains flying everywhere. It's yeah. like, whoa. Uh, speaking of brains flying everywhere, <laughs> there is yeah a couple uh, scenes in this uh, stand-up comedy mime special. We yeah, watched, uh, by uh, 
Australian com comedian Tom Walker. Uh, he's got an Amazon special called Very Very, which we watched. I'm going to pick uh, a little bit of a nit with this one okay. initially, because this was initially meant to be the book. Or the, yeah. uh, or the music. There's an audiobook in it. <laughs> There's an audiobook in this, yes. Uh, but obviously this is a mime show. Yes. Kind of. Kind this of, would not yeah. work well as a, like, the album that we did last time. It works well. It works well as a visual medium that you can watch. I, I think I should send you the picture on Facebook of him in front of the, uh, the big... Uh, the big ticket stuff or whatever yeah yeah and then there's this which i don't think would work as like a, a thing you could just listen to um no just listen to no probably not yeah <laughs> i mean that being said i i i was surprised no, so i enjoy this really yeah i early on i was like oh no <laughs> what is this Good, and then funny. he turned me around i was glad that he turned me around yeah, maybe... I think the coat one turned me around. I think. Yeah, the coat is definitely my my favorite running bit he has yeah. in it. Um, yeah, he he. Uh, um, the coat and um, asshole magician were <laughs> I wrote down where he asks some guys. Oh yeah, in the audience, what is your name? Yeah, <laughs> and then just like flips him off a million different ways. Um. Yeah, there were some good bits and some gross bits. Uh, the drooling he, really grossed me out when he, 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 I think he's sucking his own dick. Yeah, and then um, fucking various holes, yeah. orifices within his body with it. Yeah. Um, but yes, the spit and sweat really was the commitment that <laughs> brought that bit to life. Yeah. I do ref like that he is dressed in a very tight black shorts and like a tight gray t-shirt and he becomes very sweaty as the night goes on i do like that he references how disgusting he looks by pulling out a clean shirt yeah later um but yeah maybe uh i don't know why i thought this would <laughs> you cannot listen to this i just thought comedy okay i, I like this special um by tom I listened to his podcast though, so that that could be listened to at some yeah. point. Yeah, had you seen? And you hadn't seen this before. Uh, I had seen it once oh, okay. before. Yes, um, but I find it funny that someone did a mime routine in 2020. I think. Have you heard of Nate on Netflix? No. Okay, because there was a a woman named. Um, Natalie Palomides, who recently did a clown special on Netflix, okay, um, that a lot of people really like, and it's and it's her dressed up as a man the entire show as this kind of like redneck kind of character aggro man who's kind of doing this very uh, kind of aggressive, uh, arrogant bit. But you kind of see that there's an underlying premise of consent riddled okay. through the, the whole thing. So it's kind of interesting, yeah. So you may have to watch that at some point. Oh, have you watched Bo Burnham's new special? Mm -hmm. No, is that any good? 
Yeah. Well, he made it all in quarantines, and he has like really cool like practical effects that he did in it. So I believe it. I've seen. It's... I think all of his specials, and I've enjoyed all. Yeah, I haven't watched all of it, but um, I keep falling asleep. But that's not. That doesn't reflect yeah. on him at all. I just watch it too late at night, and I'm old. Did you see his last one? Make happy. Uh, I I started it, and I think I fell asleep. Of course. Okay. Yeah, that one's <laughs> great. I I really like that special. Yeah. But I, I will, I keep attempting to watch this all the way through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, back to Tom yeah. Walker. Uh, uh, the I, there were some points where he, I do kind of like how he just occasionally ends a bit with like I don't know, I mean, I <laughs> right, like, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I, I can't imagine it be easy to write segues into mime when you're like shifting characters. Yeah. Um, I did like the kind of the whole letter that he got that was read by voiceover. That was just <laughs> oh yeah, kind of like um, Tom is bananas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it was because it kept referencing the audiobook that he was going to make for it, and it was like there's I guess it was by his therapist he got a VO also. Yeah, I. Yeah, there was. I don't know. He keeps referencing like some Australian woman. I think. I I think she's famous in Australia. Oh, okay. It's like we got her on, and then he eventually does get her on. It's it's a bit at the beginning, but he eventually, or he just yeah. cuts her audio up. That's right. Yeah, he's like she keeps mentioning bits he already did. Uh, the uh, uh, weird um, hunchback bit. Didn't care for that one. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. That that was probably the one that hit the least for me. Yeah. What about Casino Dog? Did you like that? <laughs> yeah, what was the last... There was some closing line. Oh, um... I can't remember the closer on that one, but I I, can't I do I like his audience participation <laughs> because for those plants uh, I couldn't really tell it didn't seem like it but they might have been good plants. Yeah, I, I well at the end it shows him like getting they have to like film the B roll or whatever and get the reaction shots from these people again. So I don't know. They, I mean they could have reshot the these parts. Um, yeah. But he, even, he just has, like, good, like, um, asides where the woman who he's interacting with during Casino Dog, she remembers the name that yeah. he gave her. He's like, ah, oh, you've got a good memory on you, Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I like that he, like, compliments his audience <laughs> like that. But also flips that one guy off. <laughs> million name. He does the thing with the the guy with the guns on stage. Where yeah, but... <laughs> his hand. It's a lot of hand and mouth stuff going on here. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially in a, a post-COVID world. Yeah, now, looking back on it, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't let Tom. I wouldn't put my finger in Tom Walker's mouth. Yeah. Uh, there was one I liked. What was it? Breaking the glass, I kind of liked. That was set to, um, I think, Pucklebell's Canon in D, where he was. I think uh, I can't remember what it was. He like, I I just remember breaking glass over and over again. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Was it? <laughs> yeah, 
was it a wedding toast or whatever? Something, and he, yeah, yeah, he kept going trying to, like, there, clinking glasses. Clinking glass with the spoon, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he sits down, and, like, his fingers start falling off, and it's, like, the clinking glass still, and he's like, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it wasn't very good. <laughs> he did a printer impression. Uh, it bummed me out when he said he was younger than me. That kind of bummed me out. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? Yeah, uh, I don't know. He he works hard though. Oh I mean, yeah, he, this is definitely comedy is his life. I wonder how long it took him to come up with this stuff. Probably years, I guess. Probably yeah. He does a lot. He um he has a partner that he lives with, Demi, um, and they they have their podcast together, and they do a lot of shows. They do a lot of um, acts together for special they have like one where they're twins which is funny because demi's like this short tiny like 90 pound girl and he tom's like this tall rubbery guy but they dress as like cub scout twins or whatever but he's he's got a lot of great interesting ideas um i first heard him on a dungeons and dragons podcast where he played like <laughs> uh some singer in the future during a shadow run campaign was it dragon friends or something yes okay but he played uh johnny playstation was his characters but he had some great like musical comedy that he had written <laughs> and i was like oh man this guy's i gotta check out more of his stuff yeah right. i i give it a g i, I don't know <laughs> i was surprised that i enjoyed it this much um coat bit was definitely weird but it was original and yeah know, there are parts where i didn't get any huge laughs out of it but i was really just like glad to see it the whole time yeah 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 i give it a g yeah. coat bit's my favorite too i think he does a lot of great physicality with that coat yeah <laughs> like, I, oh I yeah like, and then baby was, coat was, at the yeah, end yeah the baby coat <laughs> the the microphone to his stomach and realized like <laughs> oh uh. Yeah, it, it's his arm seemed over. I know it's not, but it seemed like overly flexible in the coat bit. I don't know why, because it's just like he's just like reaching around like a little. Bit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah he does a good job. Like, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was a whole other person. Yeah. Or a, or a whole other pineson. Yep, yeah, that's a yeah. segue. Nope. Yeah, yeah it's fine. That, that is one. Yeah. Uh, not a good one. But it is yeah. one. Pine, uh, an open world RPG. Uh, that was free on the Epic Games. I feel like we're doing a pretty good work advertising their company. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, right? We should be... I mean, they give people partnerships for playing their like free games. It's true, and we've been playing a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, no. That is true. I, the, I wonder what today's is, because it's supposed to be like, it was a mystery game. Uh, I already grabbed it. It's Frostpunk, I think. Oh. I thought it was going to be something big, because they were like, it's a mystery. We're not announcing it. All until of them have been mysteries out. for the last Oh, like, really? Month. Yeah. Every, okay. Every game, I think, in June is like a mystery game. Something like that. I just haven't paid attention then. Because yeah. I got Among Us last week. Yeah. This one is Frostpunk, I believe. Which is like a okay. weird uh, strategy survival type thing. It, lo it looks kind of interesting. I've never played it though. 
Okay, well, yeah. I thought it was going to be something big, because last time they were like, it's a mystery game, it was GTA V, so... Yeah. I think they've got another mystery set up, and they've got like a timer on there or whatever. Alright. But this time, we played Pine, yes. Yep. Um, where we played Hugh, was Hugh. his name? Yep. The sad-looking boy. <laughs> Every character in this looks sad. Yeah. Um, Him and his yeah. clan live on a mountain, and you have to... Yeah, it's very JRPG opening in the end, where you yeah. you go away, then you come back, and typically in a JRPG, everyone would be dead when you came back. But this is, you come back, then everyone dies, and then you have to come back again. <laughs> and find out yeah. that your brother is no more. Yeah, yeah. It happens right after that, so. Yeah, it's the beginning of the game. It is the catalyst for which we venture off the unstable cliffs and go and craft and survive. Into the out, I think they call it. Oh yeah, that's what they refer to it as, the out. Man, I died, like, immediately three times going into the out. I got beat up by the big moose uh, pretty quickly. I didn't find a moose. Oh, man, I found I found so many of them. <laughs> I, the, what killed me were those fucking chicken things. You find those? Oh, really? I just scared them off. I was like, get away from me. I like stole the, all their eggs. Like the, the big... Uh, is that what they are? Like, they were like big roosters that... Uh... I don't know. I didn't see any roosters. Oh, okay. I saw... Moose uh, and... Well, what was the first... So, the, like, mechanic in this game is you go around to, like, villages and tribes and you offer certain uh, forageables or whatever items mm -hmm. and that'll get them on your side or get them to neutral and then that'll affect your relationships with other tribes in the game and how they um, are, interact with you. Uh, what was the first tribe you found? Phoenix. What kind of animal are Fox? they? Fox. Oh, see, I found I had a different tribe. I had um, lizards, the oh. geckos. I I don't know what exactly they were called. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I wonder interesting. if we started in the same area. That's kind of interesting. Maybe we didn't. Yeah, I wonder. Well, yeah, because you fall and then you're kind of stuck in that like water. There's just like a mine and. Right a pot of water and then you go up a bridge and then there was there was pretty much a village right there when I went up the hill yeah but same. mine was mine was full of lizards interesting yeah. and I had so there's lizards there and then the moose were what were killing me but I befriended the the lizard village by giving them some crap I didn't need yeah and then they would I'd get them to fight the moose for me <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you guys deal with this. Um, so interesting. Okay, so the tribes and villages must be randomized. That's yeah. that's cool. So yeah. That was like the one mechanic that I felt was kind of made this game stand out. Otherwise, I was just like, it's an RPG. Yeah. I like survival crafting, but it was just kind of... I didn't find anything fun yet to craft. Yeah. So. I also, I found it kind of hard to like... It's annoying that like you're, the villages are so kind of centric to you. Like, they're so essential. But then to find the craftable stuff, you have to, like, really go out there to get it. You have to, like, go yeah. out into the woods, like, miles away. And, like, 
It is a fast travel, but it's like a consumable that you have to like make or craft or whatever. So mm-hmm. that was a pain in the ass, but I don't know. I, I, yeah. It seems like you're trying to get into these vaults, and I got into one eventually, but I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to find something, but I don't know what. Yeah, I didn't even get that far yet. A vault. I got uh, the. I can't remember. There was it was some beast in a. He was a nice guy, but he was in a cave. Oh, was, like, that guy. Yeah. Here. Yeah. You have to um, collect um, light orbs for him or something like that. Yeah. 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 But. Uh, yeah. Um, Off. Everyone. Is that his name? Something like that, or. Yeah, 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 yeah. Off or something. Yeah. Yeah, all the character models look uh, sad. I I did find, um, God, the audio clips when you're like talking to something, they just repeat the same audio clip over and over again every time you uh, scroll through the dialogue. Wasn't it kind of like Simlish? It was just kind of like yeah, similar to speech but not speech. Yeah, yeah, and, but like the lizards were so obnoxious, they'd be like bah, 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 every yeah. time, and it'd be like this high pitched shriek every time you advance the dialogue. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I thought the music was kind of just like kind of nice though. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah, Um, did yours take forever to load? <laughs> I, I don't recall it taking that long. At least the first load for me took so long. But I guess the few times I died, because I died so many, three times before I even got to the first village, which is like right there, too. <laughs> I guess I, I tried to fight the guy, and I was like, I guess I should just run away from him and not fight him. Um, yeah, mine were big roosters, and I they were a real pain in the ass. And I, we had, I eventually got a village to kill you know, one or two of them, but I, I never killed, I got close to killing one, but I never killed it. Yeah, same, same. I know they just kind of offer you a mini boss too, at the beginning too. Is yours the same as mine? No, a mini boss? Well, you know when you're exploring early on, like, I think with your, when you first get a sword or a weapon. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that thing. The lizard? yeah yeah okay I fought, I fought a few of those okay um, yeah those weren't that too. bad no no yeah i killed those things but yeah the moose guys had like shields and stuff and they were blocking me i was like god jeez i don't even have a shield yet yeah the birds were parrying that was the <laughs> they were oh like, jeez. Yeah. they're like dodging and it's like and i couldn't parry that well so yeah it really ramped up in difficulty almost immediately with the yeah, enemies yeah yeah Agreed. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about it. I don't know if I can give it a G, though. I think I'd have to give it a D, I think. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it was a free game that we tried. Yes. I don't think I would pay for this game. Like, no, if I think if I paid not, for this not. game, I'd be like, oh, that was a waste of a pay yeah. money. So, I mean, yeah. I enjoyed the time I had with it, and I, I'm glad I got it for free, but I don't think I could recommend it. Maybe that's why we're not partners with Epic Games. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, free games the thing is, like, they they could put out a great game, but they just didn't. 
Yeah. And, like, the thing is, we said the things we liked about it, and we were honest about it. Yeah. No, uh-huh. it, it wasn't anything Yeah, that stood out. Yeah. Maybe this other one is great. I don't know. Frostpunk. Yeah. I played yeah. one game of Among Us. Not, oh. I played it um, on around Thanksgiving with my cousin. And my cousin was five, and I totally kicked his ass. Like, it was <laughs> so easy. Him and, like, a couple of, like, his two friends or something were like, let's play Among Us. And I just lied to their dumb faces. And I, because no. I, I, I ended up being the, the, the monster, imposter. the imposter immediately. And they're like, oh, and I think there's, like, one, like, other, you know, stranger in there that we didn't know. And I just killed them all and lied. They're like, oh, we'll all be. Because they were all, like, looking at each other's screens. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking at my own. Oh, yeah, it's cool. I killed the other guy, and then I, they were just done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my son likes to play it a lot. And he had just bought it on the Switch, and then it was the free game here. I was like, well, we can play together now. Yeah. And so I played out here, and I could, like, hear him laughing his ass up. <laughs> I did kill him once, though, and he was like, he would go, oh, man! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not gonna let you go, man. <laughs> not gonna get off easy. Yeah. So, All yeah, right. the one game I played, I beat a bunch of five-year-olds. Yeah, so, well, yeah, 100% win rate. Yeah, Why exactly. give up? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Too bad. I guess you get what you pay for. Yeah, I mean, they've had good games on there. They, they definitely have, but like, this wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. Epic Store, great otherwise, though. Yes. Great store. Um, yeah. So Man, if they give money. me every game for free, I'd take it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, we, we talk about them on here, and we yeah. talk about the Epic Game Store. I have nauseam. But that's the end of the show, right? And you can find us at uh, Podbean, no, wholegdshow.podbean.com. You can email us, wholegdshow at gmail.com. We're on all the socials at wholegdshow, facebook.com slash wholegdshow, Twitter at wholegdshow. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes or whatever your podcast app is. Killable Ryan does our music. You can find them on Spotify and streaming services. I don't have a lot of social media, but I do Twitch sometimes. Uh, come watch me at twitch.tv slash inkaboutit. Uh, where can people find you, Jeff? You can find me at Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and occasionally Twitch. At Rewrite Shaw, uh, doing art and stuff occasional joke or whatever i'll also have the whole gd show twitter that i very rarely post to and a whole gd show twitch that i very rarely play because i don't love twitch that much (laughs) yeah it's hard to yeah yeah all right we'll catch you gd listeners on the next gd episode goodbye